You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And joining me on the show today is my wife, Samantha Matthews. Now, this is a really fun episode. We joke a lot, we laugh a lot, and we talk about what 2024 is going to look like for me, for us as a family, for the kids, getting them in the outdoors. And I think it's going to be a good year. This past year was a little bit crazy, a lot going on with our family, with trying to figure out moving, with travel. But we're trying to get a solid game plan in place. You might hear us talk a little bit about my hunting budget, about how many big trips I can do. Um, all around, though, this is a fun episode. I think you're going to enjoy it. So let's jump in. Like, he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's show, and hanging out in the studio, aka our guest bedroom with me, <laughs> is my wife, Samantha Matthews. Your favorite guest. My favorite guest. <laughs> You're probably up there with, like, all-time leaders and guests. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, you, it's been a while, though. Sean, trying to think some of my family, maybe. I don't think they're actually that high up. Was it Steven, Shed Hunting? Steven's only been, been on. two, maybe he's three. He's been on a couple times. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably Sean. I would say he's the all-time leader. I got to keep beating him. <laughs> it's funny. He had a guy at work with him that he's like, dude, you got to listen to this podcast. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, what's it called? And he goes, The Nomadic Outdoorsman. He goes, dude, me and Dan are good friends. And <laughs> dude, he goes, I'm on it. <laughs> he goes, no, you aren't. And he goes, yes, I am. Sean was on like one of the first episodes. Yeah, he goes. Like three maybe? He goes, why don't you go listen to the entire series of mountain goat <laughs> hunting or listen to episode two or three called The Untold Legend of Sean Lashinsky. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no way. That's and he's so like, funny. do you notice that I'm on pictures with him on his Instagram? <laughs> but anyways. But there are a lot of new people who have just recently found you. I mean, oh, yeah. that's social media. Well, and most people aren't going back and listening yeah. from episode one all the way through. If you want to, go ahead. That's how you listen, I haven't, though. I haven't gone back to listen to the early episodes. Well, They're probably terrible. <laughs> They're probably so bad. I don't think so. I, I mean, I am biased because you're my husband, but 
you are a really good podcast host. Like the way you communicate is so organic and it just flows. It's not this like structured, like, okay, now I need to ask this question. Like, it's just a conversation. And so you may like, maybe like your intro, your outro is different or like how you talked because, and you have veneers now, so you probably talk a little bit different, but I feel like it's kind of the same. I mean, I would hope so. I feel like you're trying to butter me up. You're trying to get no. lucky later or what? <laughs> I mean, if you play your cards right. <laughs> if I play my cards right, you're the guest. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, it's going to be a fun episode because we're going to be talking about 2024. Yeah. And what 2024 plans look like. It feels weird because we are in hunting season right mm-hmm. now. Like, there's waterfowl going on. Basically, all of small game is open. And deer is actually still yeah. going on for a couple of days, but I just haven't been in the woods for Mm-mm. a long time. Yeah. Well, and leaving 2023, 2023 was a little rough for you. Yeah. I think just, you know, what you harvested, what you were able to bring home, but also like our schedule was just kind of crazy yeah. with figuring out where we're living and traveling and then starting my surrogacy journey. Like it was kind of hit and miss that. I'm excited for you this year. I'm hopeful. Yeah, it should be a good year. I mean, I would say I probably hunted less in 2023 than probably any year since we've been married. Yeah. I mean, it's just been with surrogacy and travel and family stuff, funerals, things like that. Yeah. It just kind of all meant like led to me not hunting nearly as much as I would hope. But also, I mean, the weather's been rough. Oh my gosh. As far as hunting goes, it's been great for you because you don't like the cold, (laughs) but the warm weather, it makes it very difficult to really get out and especially hunt ducks, doves, like anything that migrates, they just haven't yet. Yeah. And so that's been difficult, but I think that 2024 will kind of have a different pace to it, a different tone to the hunting season and... Yeah. What, what are you looking forward to most? Or what are some hunts that are on the horizon? Because we always have those annual ones that are booked. Yeah. Elk. So elk hunting, the thing about that is I've been talking to a couple different people. This might be the year that I branch away from my rifle <gasps> hunt. Really? And I jump into archery elk hunting. I mean, that's like one of your dream hunts, right? Yeah. Other than... I've never, I've never even tagged along on an archery elk hunt. Yeah. And I was talking with Shane, he's got like 18 points and he's talking about going out and like putting in for a really good unit to try to, to try to get an elk with a bow. And so actually I take that back. I don't know if he is trying to get an elk with a bow. He might be trying to get an elk with his rifle Mm -hmm. in a good, just in a new season or new unit. Yeah. in a new unit, um, because our units over the counter, Yeah, but if he goes to a different unit, it won't be an over-the-counter. Mm-hmm. It'll be much more limited as far as how many hunters are out there, but there should be more opportunity. And so he was asking me about going on that hunt, mm-hmm. but I've kind of got to figure out what my Western trips look like yeah. for me and see, you know, I've had I've had invites to go out mm-hmm. and elk hunt with different people, but I think that I want to try to get one with my bow this year. Yeah. And with the numbers we saw in Colorado this year, Mm-hmm. It seems like everybody's kind of up for a change of pace as far as what unit they're going to hunt. Yeah, because don't you want to give it a couple years to kind of get the elk population up? How does that work coming off of a freeze? Well, th- the thing is, where we hunted, we didn't see any effect of oh, winter kill. Nice. We didn't see any dead elk. Yeah. Like normally, 
even my brother, where he's at in Steamboat, he said he would go out and he would find a dozen dead antelope or a bunch Dang. of dead elk all in one area, and we didn't see any of that where we hunted. So I think it was more weather dependent as far as like recent weather that that we didn't see the elk. I just don't think they had migrated into that area yet. Um, so I, I think the elk are going to be back. Yeah. But if everybody else is wanting to change location and stuff, I, it would be fun to go and try a new place. But mm -hmm. I feel like if I'm going to do that, I might jump right into archery hunting. Yeah. The only thing is, if I do jump into archery hunting and I get hooked on it, because mm -hmm. I do love shooting my bow. I love shooting whitetails with my bow. Yeah. But I think that archery elk hunting is going to change my whole perspective on elk hunting. Yeah. To the point where... You don't go back to rifle. I don't go back to yeah. rifle. I mean, you, at that point, you've fought harder for it. You've earned it a little bit more. I can't say you, a little bit more, but well, that's it's a, a harder... Well, it's a totally different hunt because yeah. your range, I mean, Josh shot his elk at 620 yards. Yeah. I have to cut that down by 90% yeah. to get within range for my bow. And so... So, yeah, you are fighting harder for it. You're hiking many more miles. You're hiking <laughs> more miles, but then comes the calling aspect of mm -hmm. it because... You know, they're going to be in the rut during archery season. So maybe there's more action. Maybe mm -hmm. there's more opportunity. Statistically, that's not true. I mean, it's like in the single percent of success rate. Yeah. But hearing Austin talk about it on a recent podcast and just in conversation with him, going out to Colorado on his first ever. Is that our dog? That's our <laughs> he never dog. never barks. <laughs> Hold on. I'll go check. All right. Well, Sam's back from the <laughs> interruption. He never barks. Like he ever doesn't. since he's been home from training, he's barked maybe three times. He'll bark if somebody strange comes into yes, our apartment, which like I'm if glad. buddy comes over, or family comes over that he's not familiar with. But other than that, he typically doesn't bark at all. I, know. I was thinking someone like knocked on the door. But he did that the other day too when I was picking the kids up in the mm -hmm. pickup line. And the lady was coming to check the tags. He was like, oh. maybe they just like sent something. And maybe someone just walked down the hall and he could just feel just like, mm, they're not right. Sketchy. <laughs> Sketchy. <laughs> no. So I think, I think that going after them with my bow is going to be a, a major game changer. Yeah. But that's down the line. I mean, that's not until September. Yeah. So. Yeah. The spring. In, what are you, what are you thinking? Well, between Enlighten now me and on then. your hunting, please. Would you like to ask permission now? <laughs> Just wow. kidding. <laughs> Get your approval. Get Sam's stamp. Hopefully I've built up enough brownie right? points. No, uh, we do talk about our schedule. And I mean, I'm a planner. And so I like to know in advance, like what his trips are and what he's planning. So I can be mentally prepared too. I mean, as a mom and being home with the kids, it's like, I need to know, you know, if he's gone for a week, okay, I need to mentally prepare like activities and that if I have a hard day, I got to push through, you know? Yeah. No, I think, uh, so coming up, I've got an opportunity to go back to Cumberland Island on the same hunt that I did last year. We've actually been talking about that today. Yeah. Really, all of my trips at this point in the spring and summer are going to be contingent on how you're doing with pregnancy, mm -hmm. how the kids are doing, you know, because now it's the kids and Scout. Yeah. You're pregnant. So. I know. All the time. I'm like, can you take Scout with you? Because it's like another child. Oh, yeah. And I mean, on the trips that I can, I definitely yeah. will. Because I love having him with me. I mean, he does great in the car. Oh, yeah. He came up to Wisconsin with me. Um, but I feel like 
some of these trips will be a game time decision. And I yeah. even told David that about the Cumberland hunt. Yeah. I was like, man, it's going to be a game time decision yeah. to see how she's feeling. But that's coming up here in like a week, week yeah. and a half. Um, so hopefully I can get down there. I do have, um, I don't have it on the books, but we've said we're going to do it again. The, the shed hunt down mm-hmm. in New Mexico, possibly also oh, Arizona. Fine. And when I was in Wisconsin, I stopped by Shields, saw my buddy Jeff Miller. <laughs> yes. He was hanging out at the archery counter in Eau Claire at that Shields. And I was like, dude, what's the deal? And he's like, man, counting down days till retirement. <laughs> I said, you come and shed hunting? He goes, I'm waiting on the dates. <laughs> that and would so, be a fun one. That's yeah. something I would like to do eventually would be shed hunting. Well, I think that not only my big trips are going to change this year, but even close to home trips because yeah. we got the side by side. And although you gave me a hard time <laughs> about it being for my elk hunt, I'm like, I'm not buying a machine this expensive just for, just one for elk. Hunt. Yeah. Like that would be a fun trip to take the kids to Mark Twain yeah. and go shed hunt there, go mm-hmm. find morels there. And like talking with Chris, he just got a side by side, their family's in. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of, a lot of the time we're just going to take the weekend and oh, go yeah. adventure, go rip around, have a bonfire, let the kids get outside oh more. And it, it seems like now. spring today because yesterday was cold and blizzard. No sun. But now it's like, beautiful out it's 50 degrees outside sunny and so this makes me think a lot of trips are going to happen close to home yeah where we just go find cool trails to ride on yeah with pregnancy but then also the kids are getting older and they want to be more involved like with camping trips our last one that we went on they loved it and had so much fun hiking and exploring and we just did the four-wheeler and off-roading in the truck but they had a blast and I think as they continue to get older Canyon especially is showing so much more interest in like activities, like hunting activities and shooting and stuff. Like you've taken the kids out to target shoot on the property, but they are like, they want to be involved. And so I think throughout the next couple of years, especially your hunting will evolve into including them a little bit more. Yeah. So I think it will. You've had your single years of hunting and now (laughs) you had a few years of like married hunting. I didn't go out too often with you, but now like, the kids are going to be a part of it. Oh, yeah. The kids I hope are, that's exciting for It's you. really exciting. The yeah. kids are absolutely loving it. And even Ember, like I took yes. her out. She shot the AR. I'm getting them used to firearms, firearm safety. Mm-hmm. And then the biggest thing for them is going to be the patience of yeah. it and sitting still and waiting for animals to come. You know, hopefully, I think my first few hunts with them, I mean, Canyon's been out deer hunting. Mm-hmm. We had coyote. no success, but I think coyote yeah. is going to be a really good opportunity oh, for yeah. them to learn about it, to be patient, to keep their eyes open. I got Even them like both squirrel hunting. Oh yeah, squirrel hunting would be good, but like they both got a pair of vortex binos, the youth <laughs> ones, and them. they wear them around as if it's a gold medal. Oh yeah, you know, like just around yeah. the apartment, looking out the window at things. Or it like... was probably a full month that they didn't take. I mean, if we left the house, they had them on. Yeah. And that type of stuff is going to be fun. So getting them outside, doing little fishing trips, floating side by side, all of that's going to be good. Yeah. But as far as big hunts go, you know, there's a there's lot. There's not too many. Or well, is there? There's, there's a lot of opportunities out there. Yeah. It's just a matter of us talking. Are you talking saying with them or for you? With them and for me. Yeah. You know, like Wisconsin is going to be something that I do with them. Mm -hmm. Like I would love to have Canyon come out to the 
to the woods, yeah. but there's things that I'm going to have to change or adapt or just get them used to. Like I saddle hunt now, Yeah. you know, I can't, if I'm going up to public land, I'm not bringing a double ladder stand out yeah. there and hanging it up. And so to figure out, Hey, does somebody have, or are they going to be releasing a kid's saddle yeah. and teach them how to do it? Climbing up the tree, hanging in the saddle, being comfortable, For things like that around here. It's going to be a lot more easy because I can set up a blind and then mm -hmm. we hunt out of the blind. Yeah. But I think incorporating some of those things would be good. You said a lot more easy. <laughs> Isn't it a lot easier? <laughs> a lot more easy. We're here. I had a guy, I had a guy that I worked with in, in Wisconsin. It was at Ashley Furniture, mm -hmm. like one of my first actual jobs that I had. Yeah. And he's like, I've never met anyone more stupider in my life. <laughs> I'm like, dude, that is the weirdest statement you yeah. could Yeah, are you saying that about yourself? <laughs> Never met anyone more stupider. I'm like, all right, buddy. Sorry, it just gave me a chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably slip up with language or I don't even know. Grammar? Grammar. Is that Gosh. <laughs> See, you got me again. No. I think another um, thing that will affect your hunting this year is we're looking at buying a house. Yeah. And part of that is spending a little bit more time working to save up for down payment because the house we're looking at is a large down payment. Um, and then also depending on when we get the house, you know, moving, packing, unpacking, settling in. And the house that we like is on 40 acres, which means you're going to want to be on the property and like, I don't know, what's the tractor thing and like mow oh, do and, like land management yeah, and habitat improvement yeah and like and, do plots on our property and it has a barn so we may have animals like i think that will it'll just get us out more and get us doing things it'll be less like hunting and i mean maybe you can hunt it but you know that would just kind of play into hopefully like pregnancy like ends or like labor and movings all at the same time so it doesn't take up like your whole year <laughs> i know right i think i mean i agree if we do get the property if we get the 40 acres, the biggest thing for that is like, I don't know how much time I'll put into yeah. habitat improvement. I mean, I will put some in, but as far as using that as a hunting property, yeah. it's kind of surrounded by development. Yeah. And I don't know how long it's, it's going to be outside of city limits. Yeah. So at some point, That's true. rifle hunting is off the table on that property. Um, I'll still be able to archery hunt on it, mm -hmm. but as a whole, it's a giant field right now. Yeah. And it's been mowed and hayed and there's not it doesn't seem like it lends itself to a lot of hunting opportunities. Yeah. But that's not the end of the world because I've got plenty of places to hunt around here. Yeah. Um I just think that, you know, focusing on different types of hunting this year might be my thing. Yeah. Like trying new things. I always try new things every year, but like some big game hunts. Mm-hmm. Also, there's always the off chance that I draw a moose tag yeah. in Colorado, in Maine, uh, an elk tag in Pennsylvania, Kentucky. Yeah. Like, you keep mentioning Africa, too. Well, because I keep getting offers to go to Africa, <laughs> and I feel like it would be fun, but obviously yeah. that's off the table this year because yeah. of surrogacy and pregnancy. I mean, you can, but if it's for both of us, I can't travel. Are you giving me the green light to just go to Africa? I mean, what is it, like a week? At least, yeah. It would probably be, I don't know how many, it's probably 20-something sure, like hours of flying. Yeah, that's true. 
So that would, I mean, I'm not leaving on a trip like that while you're pregnant. That's yeah. for sure. Okay. So it would have to be Well, thank afterward. you for your appreciation and care for me. That makes me smile. <laughs> well, if I'm in Africa and I'm constantly getting texts about how life is miserable for you, <laughs> Africa is not going to be very enjoyable for me. This pregnancy is, not that you guys care, but it has been the hardest <laughs> for me, which means Dan is just has to be Double on his time. guard. Yeah, he's on overtime taking care of me and I hate it for him, but I'm also so thankful and are my brownie points time and a half right now? I mean, yeah, if not double. <laughs> if not double. You are banking points for next year, for 2025 and fall of 2024. But even even without Africa, like in thinking about moose. Yeah. You know. Oh, that's a long Moose hunt. has yeah. always been a big hunt that I've wanted to do. I've mm-hmm. been talking about it. We keep saying uh, this year, maybe we'll do it. This year, we'll do it. And we've been wanting to go back to Alaska for yeah. a long time so since it's like we went there. A moose, caribou wolf hunt i was talking to my buddy actually and i don't i have to research more into this but it sounds like if you buy a greater tag so like a more expensive tag Mm -hmm. you can kill any lesser species on that tag you just have to give the tag up so in my mind i was thinking i'm gonna buy a a wolf Mm -hmm. bear caribou moose yeah just because i'm gonna be up there hunting i want the opportunity yeah but you don't have to i'm not gonna shoot all four of those in one trip so if i just buy the two most expensive like a caribou and a moose now maybe i see a moose and get one i don't see a caribou but i see a wolf and i can hunt one yeah and so i'm like well that cuts the cost down i think that was when i was talking to brian Mm -hmm. uh, on on the western rookie podcast the other day so like that's still up in the air, you yeah. know, like that's a possible hunt that I could do this fall. And so is r- that in like the beginning of August again, or what's the season? Is it similar to, um, Sitka? So is that what it's called? I, it's not white tail, black tail deer. Yeah. I mean, it would be in, it would be an earlier season. Like a lot of their seasons start way before ours. Okay. And so it would be like a late summer I'm just summer thinking hunt. like post, will I be postpartum enough to go? That's what I was thinking. Oh, oh, you're trying to rope yourself <laughs> into mean, my dream I mean, Alaska hunt. is gorgeous. <laughs> this is not going to be the, go- I mean, it's going to be gorgeous, Alaska. But if I do it the way I want, it's going to be a Back bush country. plane in, a float out with basically no communication to civilization. That's when you just, have your Garmin. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would have satellite communication, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, we're not, that trip, odds are we will not see another person. We will probably see more grizzly but bears than anything you, else. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that trip is there. And so really at this point, we need to sit down and just look at the schedule mm-hmm. and say, okay, what's doable financially, time-wise, Yeah. all of that. All right. How many of you guys hate dealing with tangled up rope trying to untie it it's all knotted up and you actually really need it at the time don't raise your hands because i obviously can't see you but those days are long gone rapid rope is a quick deploy rope solution that you can pull the length you need and cut it all with one hand you don't need knives or scissors or a lighter to singe the end because it's cross-threaded to keep it from fraying yeah they've thought of everything And this is way stronger than your average 550 cord. In fact, this is 1,100 pound test. It comes in a shatterproof canister that you could fit in the cup holder in your vehicle or your backpack or I don't know if you still wear cargo pants, any one of the thousand pockets that you have. It comes in a 120 foot canister, a 70 foot canister, and you can get a rope refill. 
So just in a matter of seconds, you could be deploying and cutting rope with one hand again. So if you want to stop dealing with the headache of untying rope and detangling everything anytime you need to tie something down, go check out rapidrope.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. All right, if you're not using Tacticam's Reveal Cell cameras on your hunting property for scouting or monitoring the wildlife, you are seriously missing out. When you pair that with the Reveal mobile app, you can see the action as it's happening, no matter where you are. In fact, I've got trail cameras up in Wisconsin on the land that we hunt, and not only do I get pictures from those cameras sent to me, I can also track the progress of the camera, the battery life, how much memory is left on the SD card, and I can see what the weather's doing at the time that a picture is taken. So I can't think of a better tool for scouting whether it is close to home or in a totally different state. So if you want to stay tuned into the action or just get into the action, go to revealcellcam.com or tactcam.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. But there's other trips that people have been inviting me on. You know, I would love to go back down to Best Retrievers, hang out with them, yes. shoot some pigs. The guys down at Buckhook, they've been wanting me to come shark fishing and nil guy That's and in Florida, thermal right? pig and bobcat. No, it's in Texas. Oh, yeah. You like way been. south Texas. I'll be going back to Florida. I mean, mm -hmm. we'll, we'll be spending a lot of time there this year. Yeah. So probably some pigs with Jake. And then they've been asking about me coming down for turkey hunting. Mm -hmm. And so... This know. is more trips than I thought. <laughs> it's no, I'm saying these are all trips that are on the table. Oh, okay, yeah. But Nothing's it's a matter life. of figuring out which ones to do. Yeah. Because even Sam, Sam Medke, he's been trying to get me to come turkey hunt with him for years. Up in Wisconsin? Yeah. What, I've I've never that? turkey hunted Wisconsin. You haven't? Never. Even living there? I, I didn't up? turkey hunt there. <gasps> you only like whitetail hunting? Whitetail and small game. Okay, I feel like that needs to happen. So I've literally never turkey hunted Wisconsin. Dang. Yeah. So it's like there's all of these different trips. I mean, that's not even scratching the surface. I had a guy ask if I wanted to come up and trap wolves in Idaho with him. That's like... <laughs> I feel like that's like <sighs> high up on your list. Oh my gosh. Yeah, wolf, wolf is probably number two on my list. Just make sure it's not a husky. <laughs> that's montana and that that was the most ridiculous thing like I... you don't you don't even realize it until after you skin it out and get pictures on your tailgate with it and no not until she posted it did I she don't. realize i feel like that was a hoax i feel like that was the anti-hunting community putting out there that people are out there shooting huskies. Yeah. I I have a hard time believing that anybody who's a serious hunter just randomly shoots a husky. I don't know. I could see yeah. listen, backcountry Montana, you see that, you don't even for a second think husky. Huskies are right? not like But they look totally different. Yeah. They really do. Yes. And then on top of that, once you get up close to it, you would realize your fault. Yeah. It's like uh that is not th i messed up yeah did it have a collar <laughs> but that, <laughs> i joke about that all the time people people who love dogs hate this joke but i'm like i've never Which we love dogs. i've literally <laughs> never shot a banded bird in all or never shot a banded duck or yeah. goose but i did shoot a banded coyote one time <laughs> and it had it even had a tennis ball in its mouth that's so bad <laughs> and people so are like bad. oh my gosh what's wrong with you you shot a banded dove 
I shot two banded doves, just never a duck or a goose. So, I mean, what are you thinking? How many, if, if I had to say right now, give me a number of days for big trips for you, what would you say? Like total for the year for big trips? Yeah. Like overnight trips. Well, I'm probably going to shoot myself in the foot by saying this, but you keep saying like, Oh, it'll depend on how Sam feels. Like the past week I felt great. (laughs) Like you have been feeling a lot better. Literally my only symptom right now is I'm so tired. And Dan like takes the kids to school. He picks them up. So I'm very thankful for that. Does Gives me a little dishes, bit. Does, does the dishes. Laundry. Does all the laundry. So yeah, I would like definitely <laughs> miss all that. And I just have to do a little bit of like overtime work when he's gone. But feeling wise and symptom wise, I do feel good. And I can make it like a week with, without you. And we have friends and family that can help. And like it would be fine. I totally appreciate your like care and, you know, wanting to like not do like go overboard but for the most part i do feel good i'm gonna fill everybody in on this next episode <laughs> of what you say as soon as you've got the microphone away from no, you <laughs> i know i was literally just sitting how here thinking i wonder how i'm gonna feel tonight when i'm like oh so like literally we put the kids to bed at 7 30 and i'm like i'm so tired dan's like i'm going down on the treadmill i'm like i just want to fall asleep right now yeah. <laughs> like but i i am thankful like i'm I'm doing well and the pregnancy is going well that I don't want that to be a determining factor, but also like, I love having you here and just like being with you. Yeah. Um, but day wise, um, total for the year, I feel like it's going to be completely different once I deliver. I don't know. Um, I mean, keep in mind, almost all of these trips would happen when you're not pregnant. Okay. Like seasons don't start in July. Okay. I would say from now until like I'm pregnant, I could probably handle like two separate week long trips. Is that, wow. am I giving you the, that right answer? I mean, that's, that makes sense because I feel like three's pushing it. Shed three, hunting, I'd be like, oh, I don't shed know. Shed hunting would be a week long trip. Yeah. And then Cumberland Island would be a week long trip. Yeah. And then I have scheduled. Um, spring break week long trip with you, and then at the end of May a week long trip. So if you do my week long trips, you can do your week. You get trips. way more week long <laughs> trips than I do every year. Let's be honest. But it's the family. <laughs> oh, that's how you it's hide it. It's not just me. Oh, but it's the kids too. The family always goes where you want the family to go. <laughs> I want to be on the beach, okay? No, maybe we could go out west as a family. I did enjoy that last oh, you year. You better believe we're going to be doing big ago. trips like that. It was just so cold, and so. Literally, the kids and I were inside the whole time, which was miserable when we were in Utah. Like, it was fun, and I wish we could have been out more because I do really want to experience. We did do a little bit of arches and canyon lanes when we were in the RV last year, but it it wasn't enough because we traveled so much. We covered so many miles, like, so quickly that I would love to do it again and just really take our time. Hike more, especially with the side-by-side, go off-roading, like, do fun trips. But that's not hunting. That's just, like camping and hanging out and you know adventuring but i would love to do that maybe like early august i don't know how like postpartum i can be like being thrown around on the side by side but i'm game (laughs) no (laughs) i think i think trips like that i mean easy ones also down to arkansas you know over to kansas oklahoma Mm -hmm. to find some good trails close by even over to tennessee you know we're we're fairly close to enough states to where we could have awesome adventure trips like that yeah. where we go out, we bring our stuff, we camp, we cook out there and to do three or four day trips, 
that'd be nothing. Yeah. You know? See, so. I think that would be fun. So I think like before delivering, I could handle like two week long trips, but then after I deliver, like in the fall, I would say like two additional. Cause you always have your seven to nine day elk hunt and that I'm like okay, yearly so four, prepared for. You're saying four week long trips. So a month total for big trips. Is that <laughs> interesting? Is that okay. not enough? Well, I'm just thinking what you can do, what I would be able I to do. I think the hardest that. part with you being gone is because of like social media and our work is getting that work done ahead of time. So if yeah. we, for the two weeks or a month prior pre-record content and I have that, then I'm, that honestly brings me so much peace because it's done and I don't have to worry about it. But when yeah. I have to work like overtime when you're gone to get that content out and to like come up with content, it's just really hard and it makes it stressful on me. But yeah. if we can go into it like planned, prepared, content prepped, and all I have to do is like make some tweaks and edits, I'm I mean, good. that's two extra videos that we record a week yeah. the month leading up to a trip. Which isn't bad. But so for the fall, so if you want to go on a trip, this. you better. Well, <laughs> for the fall. Okay. So back to the question two trips between now and July delivery, 31st. And then two trips after that. Yeah. Where my head goes immediately is okay. The spring's all right, except for turkey hunting's off the table. Why? Well, because if I do Cumberland Island and shed hunting, those uh, are my okay. two trips. But Wisconsin won't be a week. No, it wouldn't be a week-long trip. That's like four. Oh, so you're saying I can go on those trips too? <laughs> Hold on. Those are only the week-long trips? I get multiple four-day trips you're also? You're making me look really good to your the, followers right now. You're making yourself look really good to my followers I right will now. say like the four days, that's like nothing. That's like, I mean, you were gone for like the funeral this weekend. That was Thursday to Sunday. Yes, by Sunday, I'm like, oh, I miss you. Come home. Also, I had to fold all the laundry while you were gone. Like <laughs> You're the, like, I don't remember how to do this. But honestly, four days like goes by so fast yeah. that I'm okay. I find stuff to do and secretly Ooh, I enjoy the alone time too. This is getting better. <laughs> four day trips don't count as long trips. <laughs> I do like the alone time too. And so because I like can get in my routine of work and it's, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of these trips are contingent on do I draw something? Yeah. Right. Like Utah mule deer, mm -hmm. I'd love to go back to that unit. And Lene and I have talked about that yeah. before. Like it'd be sweet if we both had a tag. Like we could go back and fill tags. Yeah. But that's contingent on drawing, drawing a tag. Yeah. Moose contingent on drawing a tag. See, like Utah or that that one would be a long. That's a week long for sure. Well, that season's way longer than yeah. that. That that would just be however long we decide is good. Yeah, you know, that would be a hard, but, but I mean, think about that. That'd be a fun trip to do as a family. Yeah. Except don't leave me out in the wilderness by myself well, with no, no communication. No, that would be time. a fun trip to do Same has as PTSD. couples. <laughs> like imagine if Chris and Jamie and the yeah. kids came out and then it's side, you guys get to side by side every day because yeah. it really was nice out there. Well, and where you realize not to, I'm not going to give away your, I don't even know what unit or where, yeah, what area you are. Of hiking instead of hiking in, in and staying, you can drive, even if it's I could stay drive for a couple mornings. days. Yeah. Drive in the morning and then drive back so we could see you at the end of the day. Like yeah. that would be easier, but that would be a good family trip because it was fun. The kids loved riding their dirt bikes out there, going to like the river or pond or reservoir that we were at. Like there was an aquatic center, like we did have fun, but it was just, I was postpartum, like almost <laughs> two, three weeks maybe. And just 
missed you. Yeah. And it was hard to not like have that communication. But like there's there's other trips that I think are people are wanting to make mm-hmm. annual trips, like the XOP trip. Yeah. Going up there and hunting with them, they're wanting to do that again. Nice. And so like that's a trip that I would like to make happen. Is that a four day or a week? (laughs) I might have to change. (laughs) Now that I know four day trips are unlimited (laughs) and week long trips are limited, I might have to just shuffle some things around. Um, That's funny. (laughs) Hold on. How much time do I have to spend home in between my four day trips? (laughs) I'm going on two four day trips this next week. (laughs) At least two. So I get back from one four-day trip. I'll be here that night, and then I leave for oh the next gosh, four days. Oh, my gosh, stop. At least a week oh, or man, two. There's like... a lot of loopholes in your plan <laughs> and in your offer. I don't know, like, how else to put it, though. Yeah. Like, a week is long. Four weeks for me just isn't. Four days. Sorry. Four, four weeks is a lot. Ooh. Four days just isn't bad. Yeah. No, I get that. And, I mean, but we'll obviously. Mind you, I feel like I need to give them, like, a little precursor, like, Guys, don't go back to your ladies and like make them feel bad for not letting you go on Babe, these four days. No, listen, you Sam, need to share this me. podcast with all of your spouses. No, I am just Double super. My listens. <laughs> I'm just super thankful that we do have like friends and family, or like family that are super helpful. You know, friends that we could that I can go over to the kids and all like the kids hang out. I do have the flexibility. I work from home. Like my job is super flexible that I can be present with the kids. But not everyone's situation's the same. So don't yeah. think that like, you know, your your lady will be okay with it and that that it's wrong that she's not. Well, we spend know. a lot of time together. Yeah. Like we spend Dan and I twenty four seven. Yeah. And so for him to leave for four days, it's fine. He's not gone eight to, <laughs> for he's so not gone I welcome eight to five. His trips. <laughs> I do. She plans them for me. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to go hunt the squirrel in New Mexico for Stop. twelve days? <laughs> no, that is good though to point out that like we work from home, we're together twenty four seven. So for him to go for four days, that's like being gone for four days is a total like work week of a normal person. Yeah. Eight to five. I yeah. feel like no, it's it's really not that bad. Uh because we spend so much time mm-hmm. together. It's like it does make it it seems like I'm gone longer though, in my mind. Yes. When I I'm feel gone that because too, it's this like last time. we see each other every day. Yeah. It's not like we work opposite schedules where she's working when I'm home. It's we're, we're both always <laughs> together. Yeah. So, I felt that this last weekend when you were gone. I'm like, by the time it was nighttime, I'm like Oh, like he's not coming home. He's not here. Trips feel really long for me when I'm not getting anything. (laughs) (laughs) Like when there's high action, when I'm seeing, oh gosh, you thought I'm not getting anything in the bedroom. Yes. That's funny. I'm glad you well, meant something else. Well, I mean, else. that does make it feel, <laughs> <laughs> makes it feel longer <laughs> and bluer. <laughs> Stop. The, uh, no, I but mean, yes, if, when if I'm not getting a whole lot of activity in the woods, yeah. then it does, I mean, days just oh, go by drag. slow when you're in a tree stand or in a saddle yeah. for eight hours and you don't see anything or you see like one thing in the morning and one thing at night. Well, and typically when you do get something, you get to come home earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so I always like when you get something too. But yeah, I think the XOP trip is one that's going to have to happen this year. But aside from the trips, there's a lot of things that I want to change this year just to make hunting, like one, to better my physical condition Mm -hmm. hunting. I got on the scale yesterday and I was two, yesterday or two days ago, 
210 pounds. Honestly, though, That's like I look back. That's the heaviest back, I've ever been. That is. But I look back at like pictures and videos from October and you like look normal. So I want to say it's just in the holidays, the past two months, which is pretty normal for people. So if you like a few weeks of you putting in the hard work, being honest in my diet, like you'll be fine, babe. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, you've probably heard me talking about Infinite Outdoors in the past. Infinite Outdoors is expanding access for hunting and fishing on private land across the country. From whitetail hunts in Missouri to waterfowl hunts in Wyoming and pheasant hunts in Colorado, they provide access to over a million acres of private land listings for all types of hunting and fishing. Best part is, it's incredibly easy to browse and book properties all on the Infinite Outdoors app. The app is free to download and easy to use. All you have to do is sign up and you can browse over 250 different adventures across 10 states. Download the app today and use Nomadic 15 for 15% off your membership. All right, guys, I've got to tell you about some of the new XOP products that I've been using this fall. And some of them I use in kind of an unconventional way. First off, I use the Mondo saddle, but I also use their Turkey Hunter vest and I take the cold world stand, put it in the back of the vest, and carry it in that way. Depending on how far I have to pack in, I'll just bring a foot platform, but one thing I've learned is that if I put the seat cushion on the underside of the seat and flip it up, it turns it into a knee pad also, or I can flip the seat down and sit on it like a conventional tree stand. I also use their holster kit clipped right onto my saddle to carry in my climbing sticks while keeping my hands free. If you're interested in getting a mobile hunting setup like mine, go to xopoutdoors.com and use code NOMADIC for 10% off at checkout. Well, one big thing is probably cutting out the sugar. Yeah. Because energy drinks from all of our travel. (laughs) When I get into travel mode, I'm drinking three monsters a day. It's bad. That like makes me so nervous for your health. That, yeah. I mean, my heart just feels really weird 90% of the time. I have one stop. (laughs) I have one stipulation for these week long hunts no energy drinks. (laughs) What? I'm going to go the whole year without energy drinks and then I'll. Yeah. And guess what? You'll have a heart that will beat. More normal. <laughs> well, <laughs> and continue beating. <laughs> we can continue negotiations on that. Really? No, I think I think honestly, cutting out sugar is going to yeah. be a big thing as far as my health goes. But even doing more cardio, getting out and like preparing more for these hunts. And I haven't been on a hunt yet that I feel like this is so tough. Yeah. Like, there's never a hunt where I'm like, I am fully prepared physically for this. Like, they're tough. Yeah. You know, going out. And canoeing into an island or hiking up and down mountains. Yeah, miles. They're tough, no matter what. I don't think you can be over-prepared for a hunt. But this year, I'm definitely going to try to get back in shape and stay in shape and make it more of a lifelong health choice Mm -hmm. than a New Year's resolution choice. Yeah. Because I felt good. I mean, I felt really good when I was at 170. Mm -hmm. But realistically... I'm not going to stay at 170. So like if I could be at 180 and maintain, like stay within the 180 to 185 range all the time, I would feel great. Yeah. So I've been knocking it out so far. I'm proud of you. Until today when you wanted Culver's after your appointment (laughs) and then I caved and got Culver's Benefits of having a pregnant wife. (laughs) I did talk about doing the carnivore diet too. And you started for a couple days. 
it's just it's really unrealistic for me yeah. because of how much and we I'm, travel. I can't cook be, that much meat. It like makes me sick. Yeah, it would be difficult for me to maintain that. But I mean, it is my diet so far has probably been ninety percent carnivore. Meat, yeah, and then a couple veggies here and there, um, a burger today, <laughs> but like even cheese, like yeah. The carnivore diet, you're not supposed to have cheese unless it's some type of special cheese. I don't yeah. know. But it's like to have beef jerky and string cheese. Yeah. Like that's I a mean, good your snack snacks for me. Are high protein. protein. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a lot of things like that. I do wanna I do wanna hike more. I do wanna run more. Um, even if you it's run? even if it's on the treadmill. <laughs> well, I've been thinking about it. I'm like running when I see when I see people like Cam Haynes yeah. do their deal where every day he takes this giant rock and yeah. carries it to the top of a mountain. And he does it day every after day. day after day with no excuse. Dang. It makes me think about the property and like having a sandbag yeah. and putting it on my shoulders and going up and down just the hill. Around, yeah. And it's like, I just want to get into a good routine where it's like every day I wake up, take a cold shower, mm-hmm. hit the gym, you know, eat, eat a high protein breakfast and then at night, end it with cardio or something like that. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts about health and wellness and fitness. And mm-hmm. so that kind of gets me excited for that. Yeah. You, on the other hand, you're like, babe, I'm really tired. <laughs> I don't want to do any of this. Let's just I've go been to doing sleep. my workout, though, in the morning. Because I do my workout at like 930. Yeah. And then he wants to like work out again at night, like do the treadmill. I'm like, no, literally after I put the kids to sleep, that's my relaxation time. I don't want to go down to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> and that's all right. I don't. If I don't do mine in the morning, it doesn't get done because I just get like I start working, get my stuff done. And then in the afternoon, it's focusing on the kids and then cooking dinner and clean up. And then I'm like, OK, bedtime. <laughs> here's here's another question. OK. So we've talked about trip, like the amount of time okay. that I'm on the trip. <laughs> What's my hunting budget for the year? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're trying to buy a house and this house is not cheap. (laughs) I think that's the biggest thing is with these trips and traveling. It's like it costs to travel and it costs, you know, for your tags and for your ammo and your gear. It's like you got to buy a bunch of new gear to go elk hunting that it is a big expense. Now, some of it is like on these trips and stuff, you get content, which is helpful for the podcast. So it's like part of your job. So part of it, you have to spend money to make money. And I get that. But I just look at, okay, what is necessary? Like, do you need another gun or are you good with what you have for this year or for this season until we get, you know, I'm just, (laughs) don't smirk at me. I'm just thinking of like the large down payment that we need. And I'm like, I don't know. But then again, there's clothes, there's workout clothes on Amazon that I want. So I'm not going to like go purchase those and then tell you, you can't purchase your (laughs) Sitka or first light i don't know yeah, you don't kind of curious if we compared expenses on amazon but all of mine is like business uh, probably me 100 percent. i'm literally putting food on the table <laughs> <laughs> uh you are <laughs> but all of mine most of mine like 80 90 percent probably is it's stuff that like i link for my followers and then make commission off of plus like every month i get from Amazon, like I get gift card to use for stuff that so I buy. So you're just telling me I need to make like some Browning partnerships. One hundred percent. Weatherby. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yes. Yes. All right. I, I understand No, budget-wise, let's... Because I'm trying to withhold that for myself, too. Whatever is necessary this spring and summer until we get the house, buy what's necessary. But if it's not, let's just see if we can hold off a little bit on it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I is love that doable? you so much. <laughs> I love that it's like, we we just need to do that. Is that is okay? That, is that okay? <laughs> do you think we can manage that? Well, because we're both not. Like, I'm the budgeter of the family, but... We're and the both, spender. And we're both spenders. Like <laughs> we do have two spenders in our family, yeah. which is not I'm, easy. I'm probably more of the saver though than you are. Oh yeah. That I don't I think about saving at all. Never. Dan doesn't even know what's in our accounts right now. <laughs> I don't even know where we bank. <laughs> <laughs> he does, but you probably don't know our account numbers or anything. I, Routing? I, I <laughs> no. <laughs> I could guess a number that's in our account number, <laughs> but even that, I'm not sure. Nope. Yeah, no, I think, I think obviously being wise because we do want a house yeah. more than anything else right now. Um, and that's something that like we've been we'll working hard for and praying for, for so many years. I mean, 10 years we've been married. Well, and honestly, I mean, once we have the house, I think a lot of time is going to be put into putting in an archery range, yeah. putting in a podcast studio, like and cleaning out the barn. And all that's going to cost money, babe. <laughs> but also, if we get this place, I don't know if the tractor comes with it, if the zero turn, if the side-by-side. We have a zero turn, so stuff. we're good on that. Exactly. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if there's a second side-by-side with it oh, and yeah. a second zero turn and all of this it. stuff, I mean, that's money that could go towards then hunting. that money you can use <laughs> for hunting, I will allow you. <laughs> but... To be fair, you're going to have a lot more house renovations and projects that you want done. Yeah. So I think that that money is probably going to go towards <laughs> that. Well, even out. What do you want to do? I mean, are there any hunts that you want to do this year? Because I know you've talked about it in the past, but yeah. with everything else going on. I think you, I would like to whitetail hunt this fall. You want to try do to shoot rifle, one with, yeah. Oh, with I the, do. Not with your bow? I don't know. I feel like I need to get more comfortable with it, too. Like being do we at even need to keep fest? your bow? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Being at Bowfest and like target shooting, that was fun and I did enjoy it. Um, it's hard because it's not like I'm not, I enjoy hunting, but it's not like my passion. Like I yeah. enjoy it because you do and it gets me outdoors, but it's not like my most favorite thing ever, but I do enjoy it. But I think that if I do rifle again, can I do rifle and archery? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can do both. It's, is, it, is it cold? <laughs> it's colder for rifle okay. or for late season archery. But like early season archery, I've hunted 95 degrees and it's miserable. I think I could do that, especially with like how early our kids start school or if like, you know, mom takes them to school on a Monday and when Monday morning we go out and sit. I would like that. Yeah, I mean. I don't know of anything else I would want to do, to be honest. Like more fishing. I have I did enjoy like deep sea fishing this year. Um Iguana hunting sounds kind of fun. That would be fun. Like, I don't know. For some reason, that sounds fun. But squirrel doesn't interest me. Well, Coyote, rabbit, turkey. Uh-uh, not turkey, for sure. Turkey oh, hunting doesn't no. sound fun to you? All I hear about is you sit there and nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, is that just your <laughs> No, I normally see a lot of birds. This year, just I could, don't bring any I've home. I've been getting a crazy <laughs> amount of turkey on trail camera yeah. uh, in the past couple days. And... Turkey hunting, when the action's there, it, it's just like everything. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. 
when there's a lot of activity. And for me, I'm the type of person, I mean, like with sports or activities, if I'm not good at it or I'm not seeing the fruit of my labor, I don't want to do it. Yeah. And so sitting there for a long time in the deer stands or saddle, whatever I choose to do, is going to be hard. But I have a high chance of bringing something home that I don't want to just waste my time out there. I got better stuff to do. I got to make money. I got to take care of kids. Like, I don't want to be out there. You just have to find a hobby that you enjoy. <laughs> like, that's that's my thing. Could I be more productive doing other things? I sure. Know. But, like, I genuinely love being out there. And even with your bow purchase, yeah. I, fi- I didn't think that that would become, like, your number one passion, your number one hobby is hunting. But I know that you used to like go yeah. going and shooting in Colorado while we were there. If we were on property, I think I'd shoot it more. Yeah. It's like we have the property, but it's 20 minutes away. If we lived, if on, we property. lived on property. So I do think if we get the house, we get the property. Yeah, like on the weekends or something or maybe one afternoon or the kids are at school or laying down for a nap. Like we both go out and target shoot. Like that does sound fun for me. Yeah. And I would like that. Um, I don't know. Part of me, is it's funny. Part of me wants to go like full on and be like, not the, what is it called? The huntress? huntress. Not like a full huntress, but like, I mean, who wouldn't want to see Sam and Camo like shooting her bow? But, <laughs> but then. Listen, every time Sam sees an attractive woman in camo, she's like, like, I want to do I that. I want to do that. I'm <laughs> like, like, no, you're just jealous because she's probably getting all kinds of attention. Probably so. But so part of me is like wants to go full on with it. And part of me is like, I don't care at one bit. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you would love it. I mean. You would blow up on social media. Do you want me to be a huntress? If, if you started your own social media page just for hunting, you would blow up that fast. Immediately. Because dudes who are into hunting are into hot chicks that are into hunting. Are you calling me hot? Just kidding. <laughs> You're all right. Solid six. <laughs> We can talk about that. Maybe twenty twenty five. But the Huntress thing is, Sam you can't up. just be you can't just be a hot chick in camera. I know. You have I need to, to know hunt. what you're talking I know. about. I know. And you have to get out there and do it. But I've been pushing out babies the past few years. I have not had time to study yeah. hunting. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a guy, you're not going to grow on social media no, as a hunter nearly. As and fast. nor would I want to. Nor would I want to do that if I'm not actually out there hunting. Like I wouldn't do that. You don't want to just be an outdoor. No. Model. No. No. I would actually want to hunt, but, but also it's a conflict too of like our other platform. It's like, I try to keep hunting and just like our lifestyle page separate. I'm not afraid to talk about it. Like I talk about how Dan has a hunting podcast and you know, we eat game meat and that's just part of our life. Not everyone agrees with it, but you know, it's something that we choose to do. You would definitely lose, lose followers on yeah. that page though. Yeah. And so I try to keep it all separate. So if I were to do that, honestly, I'd probably just do more of it on your page Yeah. because we already have the platform, but yeah, that makes sense. And all of your videos do well on my page anyway. I mean, it is already. There's people who message me because they think they're messaging you because you're on my page more than do I am. Do you just answer them? As, oh, yeah. yeah. I just pretend to be you. I kind of catfish them without really wanting anything from them. That's funny. But, I mean, it's going to be a good year. I yeah. think it will. I think the kids are going to enjoy being outside more. Yes. We talk about that all the time, just getting them outdoors I think more. this fall will be really good for us as a family. Yeah. Just with hunting, no pregnancy, like adventuring, getting out, yeah. side by siding. I think that's all going to be good. And then I'm going to keep doing my 
20 new hunters a year. Yeah. Like trying to hunt with 20 new people. Do you know what number people. you got last year? I don't. I don't really keep track of it. You just set a goal. Like my goal is to hit 20. Yeah. And it's like I just hunt with people. When I meet people, I'm like, dude, let's hunt. Yeah. You just met a guy. We were at my like blood work appointment <laughs> for surrogacy at the hospital. today. At the hospital. Dude, what was his name? CJ. CJ. Hey, CJ. He's probably so listening. So we spent, we, we swapped numbers <laughs> and... Who knows? We'll probably try yeah, to hunt together. Like there's just Dan meets people everywhere. Like and... I met somebody at Bass Pro not that long ago. I met uh, a couple guys at the coffee shop that I went and sat down with, and both of them are like, "Hey, we need to sit down and chat more." Yeah. And so it's like there's a lot of people that I just like meet out in public or yeah. out randomly, and I'm like, "Dude, well, now that we know we as live close to each other, people, let's hunt." Go honey. <laughs> so, I mean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that, try to hunt with yeah. 20 new people again this year, and go from there. That'll be good. I'm excited for you. It's going to be <laughs> a fun season. And your week-long hunts and four-day hunts. Oh, gosh. I can't <laughs> believe I get unlimited four-day <laughs> hunts. This is great. Two weeks in between. Yep. Well, thanks for being on, babe. And, uh, yeah, get our unknown accounts ready for uh, my <laughs> hunting season. 